Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself. Nathan is a registered investment advisor, of course, uh, at O'Brien & Associates, the big dog over there. Yeah, so, you know, he signs signs all the checks. That's right. right. The big kahuna. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We're we're talking sensation. Welcome to the show, That's right. Welcome to the show, everybody. (laughs) I feel like, uh, yeah, the big kahuna. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Uh, (laughs) We're talking about sensational headlines this week, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, since the last time we did a podcast two weeks ago, uh, we do one every about every two weeks or so. Uh, these are actual headlines that we just kind of found, copied and pasted, and just kind of added into the to the show notes here uh, for things to talk about. So they're fairly recent, okay? Yeah, okay. And you know, are they sensationalistic? Uh, I think fundamentally we <laughs> headlines? probably headlines, right? Do you mean? <laughs> I, I say, I guess we got to say technically. We always know they're going to be trying to say to be somewhat sensationalistic, right? <laughs> that's right. But are no, they over, right. overtly, I guess, sensationalistic? And yeah, is there any validity yeah. to okay. them? Okay, okay, that's the yeah, idea. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get your we'll get your take on it there, Big Kahuna. Okay. <laughs> Big Kahuna Finance. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good name. <laughs> Big Kahuna Financial. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah that's I bet great. there. I bet there is one in Hawaii. There probably is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Let's get this first one going. Okay. Wall Street Titan warns Americans of an economic hurricane. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I was war- of it. I think we're in it, aren't that we? Was, uh, yeah, yeah. That was Jamie Diamond, right? Yeah, of uh, what? J.P. Morgan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, just um, mm, yeah. I mean, so, he's a big dog, and when he talks, people right. I mean, the, the markets do react, right? <laughs> no, that's right. When he they, says stuff. they do, and they can for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can just be very short term with those reactions, you know. So, I mean, sometimes people just react, kind of a knee jerk reaction to hearing that statement if he's on, you know, some being interviewed for something. So, right? Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, the odds of him being right are 50 50. You know, that's well, kind of the way it okay, is. Okay, so here's but, my question, though. Are, are we in? I mean, I would say yeah, we're already no. in a hurricane. No, that's, I mean, that's There's right. There's a and lot of stuff going on. That's right. There are. There are a lot of things. And, and what we've seen basically since October of last year, the market has been declining, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, now we didn't see a lot of bad news in the economy or anything like that up until. You know, well, really, I mean, we don't see a lot of bad news now, but it's just, um, you know, inflation is a huge concern. I was like, I don't know what news channel you're watching. Yeah, no, that's right. Well, I don't watch news, so I try to avoid that stuff. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be bad news. It's been a slower decline, I suppose. It's not been a sharp drop. It's been. No, that's right. It has, which is common. You know, that's that's ordinary. That's what happens. And as the market is, is just kind of. Uh, reading all the news and understanding everything, you know, that's how the markets react. Well, so we've got recession on the talk, on down. the rise, right? I yeah, mean, that's that's, that's right. possibly coming. Are we going to begin into one? You know, that's the right. Fed may be pushing us into one because they don't have a choice, right? Because they have to raise these, no, the rates. Yeah, that's right. They're it's, trying it, to slow it down for sure. And it, and it needs to. I mean, yeah. that's a... That's that's smart, I believe, uh, to do that. But, you know, don't push it too hard. Well, the interesting the thing. thing about this is about two weeks before he made this statement, he also said that uh, he didn't see any big storms. Literally, <laughs> can't make this up. He didn't oh see big, any big storms on the horizon. 
Right. And then two that's, weeks later says there's a hurricane coming. That's the way all the talking heads will do it. So they can say, you know, six months from now, they can say, look, I was right. And they can go back and they can play whichever one they were talking about at the time, you know, based on what happened. And, oh, right. You know, yeah. It's like that uh, Harry Dent guy who predicted yes, the big market crash that's like exactly 15 right. years before it actually happened. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. All but, of us can say, yeah, the market's going to crash at some point. Yes. Eventually I mean, we're going to be right. Be right. Yeah. Yes. We're going to be right. It's just when, you know, nobody yeah. knows when. We can't see the future. So that's the thing that we've got to remember with all this stuff is, yes, everybody can process all this data, all this information and make make a decision on it, but, you know, make a, a prediction about the future, but it doesn't mean that they're right. Yeah. There's the a lot of data, not. that's for sure. That's right. Uh, but I think yeah, most Americans right. would agree that they do feel like we are in the middle of a hurricane economically yeah, because I know. I agree. gas prices are crazy, inflation, oh, I mean, cost everybody. of chicken yeah. is crazy, and food, is. you know. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing these food factories. What, what is with all these food factories burning down? I know. I don't understand there's, that either. I mean, and there's, there's a lot of scary, weird stuff going on. And one of the things that, you know, that's shocking to me is we're seeing a tremendous amount of spending. Okay. Continue. People are spending yeah. a lot, but, but also people are saving a lot. Um, and I don't know about you, but you know, I, I feel like in our area, you know, the spending, people are spending like they're not going to live another five years, you know, so hmm. they're buying houses and cars and things like that. that and that's how we typically get ourselves into a it bigger is. pickle. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I'm seeing some things like that. But also I look at the exact opposite of that and see savings rates going up tremendously. I saw okay. 4% at a bank yeah. on a CD. Well, I'm talking about the oh. percentage of people's income that they're saving. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. either so, way. But yeah, both yeah, are no, I mean, maybe, that's a, yes. maybe that's a headline. 4% at the bank. Holy cow. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And seen that in what? So. Seven years, six years? Oh, no, since 2006, probably. Okay, okay, yeah, so okay. it's been a long time. Been a really long time. So that's that's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that that leads to my next headline, actually, because, uh, you know, rates are in for a bumpy ride. Mortgage rates are in for a bumpy ride yeah. based on oh, yeah. the fact that the Fed is doing what they're doing. No, that's true. You know, and, and they're trying to slow it down because we have had hyperinflation, um, you know, for the U.S. economy anyway. It's, it's Which, been really by the way, I just 9%. want to say, Nathan, I called that. No one would take me seriously. <laughs> I, I said, you can go back and listen to some podcasts. I asked yeah. you about hyperinflation yeah. like 20 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and some other people, it was other shows that I do, and they're like, ah, I don't think we're going to see hyperinflation. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, the thing that uh, – I mean, we are seeing it. I mean, double double inflation, average yeah. inflation rates for sure. We saw nine percent, you know, or right at nine percent for the last couple of months, year over year. So yeah. it's it's been it's been crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Historically, what we see with that is positive market returns on top of that, which we haven't seen just yet. I don't think it's you know it's too far out. I do feel like the market's always a forward indicator. So markets go down way before the economy slows down and they turn around typically when, you know, the economy starts, it, it starts to decline. Yeah. yeah the, you know, it starts to kind of really hit that. Then markets turn around, which, you know, looking at stock markets now, I mean, they, they've been six, 8% in indexes worse than they are today. So mm-hmm. Um, okay. Maybe we've already hit the bottom in that. I well, well, you know, and, and that's I think that's the pickle that the pandemic and the closing of a globe and all these things have caused mm-hmm. is yeah. because the typical cycles of things like you just explained have been kind of altered. Right. The reason the Fed like typically the Fed has 
countermeasures to deal with inflation right. and to deal with uh, a slowed economy. Right. And the reason, one of the reasons they're ticking, having to tick these rates up is because when the economy does slow, which is what it's heading towards, which that's is what right. the indicators are, they had no place to go. They couldn't no, cut it when it didn't. was at 1%. No, that's right. That's right. And now they've got some room, which is good. Right. You know, there yeah. is some room there now. So, so they're kind of, they're, they're playing a very... Um, they're definitely playing both sides of the fence because they have no choice, right. right? They have to. Yes, that's correct. And and what we what we're seeing is that, you know, the Federal Reserve doesn't have as much control as they act like, you know. I or, mean, or maybe the news makes us feel like. Right. No, that's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, they are trying to to jump ahead of it and make sure that it tries to stay, you know, try to stay under control, but it's just not as much power as they feel like mm-hmm. there, so or as they feel like they have it, and so it it may be, um, you know, it may get more out of control. It doesn't seem like it's going to do that. Yeah, um, it well, seems like things are kind of slowing down a little bit, which is good. Yeah, well, yeah. with the mortgage rate thing, I mean, be careful out there, folks. Or you know, if you, you yeah. know, if it's not yourself, if your kids or grandkids are thinking about the home thing, right? Because it's it's interesting too, Nathan. You know, based on you know just our age, you know, uh, right around fifty, five percent still is a pretty darn good rate for it a home, is right. Yeah. It is. But it's a great rate. We've seen three and two point seven five and three point two for right. a while, so it's like right. it, it feels pretty high uh, yep. to to other other people. But uh, you know, it's not also ten, twelve, fourteen of of past days. That so we saw in the eighties, yeah. But yeah. you know, people are definitely out buying houses again. We got to be. You know, the prices are elevated as we talked about on the prior podcast. It can get hurt. So you got to yep. be careful. Got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just watch it for. And, you know, investment purposes, it's probably not the best right now. But best time, it, yeah. it's not bad if you're, you know, going to stay there 5, 10, 15 years. That's not yeah. bad, okay. you know, to, to buy at that. Uh, let's do two more. Yeah. Twilight of insurance, social insurance. Oh. With looming depletion of Social Security yeah. and Medicare trust funds, Congress may finally be forced to dispense with their costly illusions about its fiscal structure. Well, yeah. that's nice and wordy, yeah. isn't it? No, it is. It is. And, and this is a big deal to me. Um, you know, this is something that... They've been Congress has been kicking this down the road for. A we got to make some you know? move. We, we're getting yes. close. Like the 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 dumpster is on fire. It's not totally it raging yet, but it's That's on right. fire. <laughs> Two thousand thirty three. It's it's broke. Yeah. You know, so it's not that far off. And the longer they wait, the more costly it's going to be. I don't know why they're not. Well, because, I do know. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, Nathan, you yeah. know why. And, and the, <laughs> they don't want to be the ones it, that change exactly. it because they'll never get reelected. Exactly. You know, it does so. not matter right. what side of the political spectrum you no, are on. That's right. If you are the one who puts your hands on this and does something, no matter what you say or do, you yeah. will A, be blamed for it. Right. And or right. B, not get reelected. You're going down in history as the one that messed up the program or changed and reduced my benefits. Up. Right. You know, and, and, you and it makes my benefits. And it makes no sense. But right now, with the social issues that we're seeing and, and everybody getting so inflamed about everything, if someone comes out and says, look, the simplest solution is remove 62. <laughs> Yeah, uh, early age, and just yeah. make, go back to sixty-five because yeah. there used to no be no early that retirement. That was it. That's right. Go to sixty-five. That's a three-year change. Everybody from the let's say the age of fifty down cannot now you know apply that's until right. they're sixty-five. Yeah, it would make right. a huge difference in the fund. Yet no one would say something that simple because anyone no. who's thirty-five or forty or forty-five will lose their mind. That's right. Keep disability, keep spousal benefits at sixty, all those kind of things. You know, keep all that stuff the same, but just make it to where. Regular retirement 
Normally, you can do it at 62 if you wanted to. Well, you can't do that you can't anymore, do it anymore. Go at to 65. 65. Just yeah. change it there. Just to Don't reduce benefits. Don't do anything else. It's 100 more years of funding. And the silly so thing, Nathan, is is we're, we're already doing things with the RMD, right? We've already yeah. moved the um, the required age from right. 70 and a half 72 to 72. Now. So yeah. they, and they're thinking about 75. So right. they're acknowledging the fact that we're living longer there. Yeah. But yeah. 60, you know, 65, 66, 67, whatever you want to do, that's been the same thing since the 30s. So <laughs> it has. just move it a few years and you fix the problem. And it's it's the dumbest thing that no one was willing to do this for fear of not getting voted back in by some no. by people in their 20s or 30s or 40s who would be affected by it. But they're no. going to be affected by it anyway if you don't do something. So no, that's true. That's it's true. very strange. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And I don't know. I mean, it was I think when when Trump was elected, there were a few that were, you know, in the primaries talking about that. Um, oh, she yeah, was elected. And they kind know, of disappeared. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. And I'm ghosted. like, where in yeah. the world? I mean, this is important. This is major. And especially with the baby boomers and all of that, it's got to be taken care of. Well, and, so, and it's very hypocritical when, when we're spending so much time talking about social services and social things oh goodness, to help yeah. the help all people of all walks of life in the country. And yeah. yet this one is not being touched. No. And it's because they don't, again, it's, like we just talked about, but the interesting thing is you're still, yeah, yeah. you're still going to cause those same people that you're wanting votes from hardships later in life if you don't make these changes. So That's it's true. just a total yeah. circle. It's just weird. It's very it strange. Is. It so is. what do you do That's about it? That's why I it? cannot do politics. That's <laughs> so what do we do about it, right? Well, I think if you're, what, 55 plus, probably not much you need to totally stress yourself. No, that's right. We're not really adjusting anyone's plan at that. But, you know, a lot of people that are under 50, we're just making sure that, hey, what if they reduce it by 25% or 30%? We can look at that in our retirement planning software and say, you know, what if if this happens? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, And just make sure that maybe if there is a reduction, which there shouldn't have to be, it should just be 65 instead of 62, no reduction of benefits. If they do something now, mm-hmm. yeah. they can do that. But we've been saying that for three or four years, Mark, you and or I more, have. Oh, and, yeah, you yeah, and I have for sure. At least. And, 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 so. the, and the other problem, too, is is the amount of people not working, right? So yeah. the great resignation yeah. that we just went through and all these people leaving jobs and not working and sitting on the sidelines. Not paying into the pot. They're not paying into the pot, right. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. it's affecting their own self. Like So a lot of these people that were doing that were people in their 30s and 40s, and it's like, hello, you're not paying into Social Security, <laughs> which is going to affect you when you eventually are 65. That's right. So it's a yeah. very, very odd cycle that we are finding ourselves in socially. Yeah, it uh, is. All right, I got We're gonna finish off with the last one. I had to do this one because you just love. I know how much you love the gold, gold, gold. <laughs> oh, I knew you were gonna talk about that. <laughs> uh, gold oh. could increase to thirty five hundred dollars in a short period of time, from three thousand yeah. to thirty five hundred in a short period of time. But here's the part I know you'll love: the, the subheadline. Continue to ignore gold at your own peril. <laughs> I guarantee you this headline is written by someone that's selling gold. I you mean, think? that's the reason. Yeah. <laughs> so gold could increase to $3,000. Yeah, it also could go to $500. So we don't know. So hit, us, right. with, hit so, us with that hard truth that I know you like to share about gold. What's it done historically in the last 20 years? Uh, gold is about 4% average return. Okay. And gold is not 
a good investment. It's great for jewelry. It's great for those kind of things. <laughs> well, four percent doesn't sound bad though. Neither. It's not, but the the volatility that gold has uh-huh. is crazy okay. for just a simple four percent return. Okay. So, I mean, you're much better off to get that reward from stocks than you are with gold. So, yeah, buy gold if you want to. Watch it fluctuate like crazy and only average about a four percent return. That's stupid volatility for that. And, so, and here's some of the things uh, I think maybe people don't think about. Okay, so. So you're, you're hearing it, you're thinking about it, you're like, yeah, but I'd feel better having a little gold. Okay, fine, I get that. Yeah. Now, the same people, they also, you need, you're actually, if you're buying physical gold, you have to store it. That's and some right. of these same companies, they, they'll charge you a fee <laughs> to store said gold, right? They will, absolutely. And there goes your premium. And there goes, know? yeah. Yeah, there goes your premium. All this stuff, you know, the commissions, the fees, everything that's there to buy, to, to store, to hold this stuff, all that stuff. All your premium is gone yeah. once you look at that. And we're not looking at that historically when I say a 4% rate of return. You know, so all that's on top or off of that 4% off of, rate of right. return. Yeah. So, um, you know, gold is, again, it's good for jewelry. It's not a good investment. It's never been a good investment historically. Uh, don't buy it for that. I mean, if you want to have a little bit of gold, some precious fine, metal or something. That's, yeah. yeah, I mean, gold coins are cool. They're pretty, you know. And I mean, neat it, to show is off silver. Is, like I mean, uh, silver's been getting a lot of a yeah, lot of same press thing, too. Same, same thing. thing. All that yeah. stuff. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, any commodity um, like that really is going to just, you know, it's it doesn't make anything for you. Okay, like a company, a stock. You know, for example, Apple. I mean, they, they make stuff that. We feel like we can't live without, you know. Well, they're they're not only they, do they make products, but they're an entertainment media system. They, are. they have no, that's right. Uh, their own movie so channels now. And, that, yeah. So many things that they do to produce value. Okay, gold yeah. does nothing. It sits in the ground until we dig it up. It does nothing. Okay, um, so it, it's well, not we use really, it on transistors and stuff. <laughs> well, no, that's right. And so we buy a stock yeah. in those companies that make that stuff. Yeah, right. Or that there mine you go. That's the gold. Great. Oh, that's a great yeah. point. There you go. No, yeah. we buy we buy stock in those companies because you know they're the ones that are producing things that we want that we can't live without. You know that we feel like so we we want that. But buying gold is just it's not an investment. So there you go. Get so your don't get your like get your uh, yeah. get your significant other or something gold and shiny. Uh, that's pretty, right. That's uh, perfect for that. There you go. Perfect All right. Well, I knew you'd love that one. That's why I decided <laughs> to throw it in there to wrap it up. But uh, we got a little into the weeds on some stuff, but that's okay, you know, because I mean, these are re- these are some stuff that really is affecting us. The Social Security is a big deal, uh, and we certainly, you know, trying to keep it apolitical, trying to keep it where yeah. we're not picking sides by any means, and that's not no, the case. Both parties are both parties. This up. You yeah. know. We every, every single one of them needs to go. And I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like we should just randomly select a bunch of different people from all walks of life to replace yeah. everybody else's position. <laughs> they get to do it for two years or three years, and then we rotate out to somebody else, right? And that's it has right. to be people that have zero interest. You just said earlier, you were like, this is why you can't do politics. No, it has to be people right. like you who have zero interest in it. Because <laughs> here's the funny thing. I think it was pretty sure it was Mark Twain that said Samuel Samuel Clemens, right? 150 mm-hmm. years ago said anybody who wants to be a politician should automatically be disqualified. That's right. <laughs> 150 so years true. ago somebody said that. If that doesn't yeah. tell you something about politics, I don't know what does. Oh, so it's so true. Yep. So anyway, yep. uh, hopefully we didn't ruffle too many feathers, but we like to have some fun on the show and try to also make some points. So hopefully uh, that helps you out a little bit. If you got some thoughts, you need some help, you whatever the case might be. If you're worried about how your Social Security strategy is or is 
isn't, reach out to Nathan, all that good kind of stuff. As usual, find him online at thefinancialanswer.com. Subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to our bantering uh, more and uh, check out past <laughs> episodes, future episodes, right. and all that good stuff. Again, thefinancialanswer.com. My friend, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you as always. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Tell the lovely wife I said hello, and I'll, do it. I'll do see you next time right here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien from O'Brien & Associates. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.